The Bible Study Podcast, episode 478. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Proverbs with chapter 16. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. When we get halfway through this episode, we are halfway through the book of Proverbs. Let us continue. To humans belongs the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. Well, if from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue, it sounds like before we say things, we ought to think about them and, especially if they're important, pray about them. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. What that says to me is that quite often we all think that we're doing the right thing to the extent that we understand right and wrong, but that God gets to decide, that that God gets to weigh the motives. It's also talking about the motives of the heart. So it's not just what we do, but why we're doing them that God weighs. He understands why we're doing the things that we do, even if they're the right thing, we can do things with the wrong motives. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. This seems like a good companion verse to the verse from the New Testament. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. If our eyes are set on him, if the end of the path we're on is is being with him, then our plans will tend to align then and head in the right direction. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The first part of that also reminds me again of a companion verse from the New Testament. In all things, God works together for good for those who are called according to his purposes. Or that sometimes gets translated, all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purposes, which isn't quite the same thing, but basically that God is working. This doesn't say that God is observing and watching and hoping things will turn out, but that God is working. God works out everything according to its proper end. Whether you or I take part in the plans and purposes of God, God is at work. God is at work in us, through us, around us, in spite of us. God is working in this world. And it's better to work with him and in that direction than against him. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. So similar to that last one that had this, the wicked for a day of disaster, it's the end of that other road that we're on that path. When we're on a path that is doing evil, it's on a path that ends in a bad place, a place you don't want to be. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. Fear of the Lord is one of those Old Testament terms, and it doesn't just mean to be frightened when you think of God, but it's also reverence for. In fact, that might be a better way to translate it. And if we have reverence for, respect for, awe of who God is, we can avoid those things we shouldn't be doing. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. We will screw up, though. By the way, and the way you make things right, the way you atone for that is through love and faithfulness. So it's through acts of, thoughts of, plans for love, things that make things better for the people around us, and faithfulness, continuing to come back to God and being faithful to him and his plans and his purposes. When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. 
I like the sound of that. I don't know that I have any enemies, but I certainly, if I did, I would love them to make peace with me. I certainly, my country has enemies. I can see that. My faith sometimes has enemies. I like the fact that when God takes pleasure in anyone's way, in anyone's path, in anyone's direction, that he will cause their enemies to make peace with them. Sounds like a neat promise. Better a little with righteousness than much grain with injustice. Here's a familiar verse. Doesn't that sound familiar to verses we've had in the last couple weeks? Again, stuff is not the most important thing. Better the little with righteousness. Better the little and to be right with God than to have much, in this case, much grain with injustice. Injustice being to do the wrong things, to do the things that are opposite of what God wants us to do. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Again, I think this is one of these verses that is talking about the active presence and plan and work of God that is not just involved in everybody else's life, but also involved in ours. The differences between planning your course and taking your steps are obviously can be great. It's one of the reasons they say the the greatest journey starts with a single step. You can talk about things, you can think about things, you can plan things, but whether it be a journey or whether it be a life of faith, you got to step, you got to walk, you got to move, you got to head in the right direction, which is one of the reasons why Proverbs keeps talking about a path. It's not a theological construct. It's not a way of thinking. It's a way of doing. It's a way of moving. And it's saying that God will help plan our steps, establish our steps, get us moving. The lips of a king speak as an oracle, and his mouth does not betray justice. Certainly, at least a good king, you don't want to betray justice. When you have all that power, you want to use that power in ways that bring justice. That is what God desires from kings and from the rest of us as well with whatever little authority we may have. Honest scales and balances belong to the Lord. All the weights in the bag are of his making. I was just reading from Deuteronomy that talks about there should only be one set of weights in your bag. You shouldn't have one set of weights that you're going to buy things with and one set of weights you're going to sell things with because that was a way of being dishonest. That you would basically say when you're buying stuff, you would use a heavyweight. I'm buying an omer, a flower. Well, I'm using this heavyweight, so I buy more. But when I'm selling it, I use this lightweight. And so when it says all the weights in the bag are of his making— There should be consistency and honesty in all of our dealings, and all the weights in the bag should be true, too. All the weights in the bag should weigh the right amount. No double dealing here. So honest scales and balances belong to the Lord. Kings detest wrongdoing, for a throne is established through righteousness. Certainly hope so. I'm, I'm hoping also that's true of elections, as I'm recording this 10 days before a big one in our country. Even if it's not always true, it should be true, and that's definitely the kingdom that God is working to set up. We know that the king of kings certainly detests wrongdoing, and that his throne is absolutely, absolutely, positively established on righteousness, being right with God. Kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value the ones who speak what is right. Well, they certainly should. It doesn't really pay to have yes-men around you, whether you're a king or a CEO or whatever. You can't do the right thing if you can't hear the truth. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, but the wise will appease it. You don't want to be having the king mad at you, not an all-powerful king. This is not a constitutional monarch we're talking about here. Remember, this is written by a king, 
written by Solomon. The wise will appease it. It helps to be wise in a situation where the king who is all-powerful is mad at you. If you're going to speak truth to power, it pays to be very, very wise and very, very careful. When a king's face brightened, it means life. His favor is like a rain cloud in spring. How good it would be when, remember, that king was just mad at you and you were being wise. How really wonderful it would be to see his face then break out into a smile, to see his face brighten because he understands your arguments and your defense. It means life. It literally means life. It means that you're going to live his favor like a rain cloud in spring. Much, much wanted. Remember, we sometimes think not in an agrarian way that rain is a bad thing because we're thinking of picnics and hikes. But if you're an agrarian community, rain is life. Rain is that thing that brings life to the land. How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver? Says the guy who, when asked of God, what can I give for you, said, above all things, what I really want is wisdom to govern your people. This isn't just a saying to Solomon. Solomon was asked by God, what do you want? And he said, wisdom. He didn't say gold. He didn't say silver. He really, really means this. Of course, one can easily lead to the other. The highway of the upright avoids evil. Those who guard their ways preserve their lives. The highway of the upright avoids evil. There are paths and places you can go that will make you more tempted. Where you put yourself can determine what kind of temptations you have. And you want to be on that highway that avoids evil. Guard your ways and preserve your life. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Or the shortened version of this, pride comes before a fall. If we set ourselves up as the greatest person we're going to find out that's not true, and it's going to be an embarrassing fall. Better to be lowly in spirit along with the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. God desires us to be humble. When we say humble, that isn't to not understand your value. It isn't to downplay your value or your strengths or your gifts or your abilities, but it's to understand them fairly and to be able to understand those around you as well and value them as well. Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers, and blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. We talked a lot last week and the week before about instruction and being able to take criticism, but also instruction is even better because instruction says, if I listen to instruction, I don't make that mistake in the first place, and I don't have to take constructive criticism or rebuke. I can avoid that path. It's like that other one talking about the highway of the righteous avoids problems. If you take directions before you go, you can avoid ending up in the wrong place, literally and spiritually. The wise in heart are called discerning, and gracious words promote instruction. The wise in heart. So to be wise is to be able to discern, to be able to use the knowledge and wisdom that we have to make good decisions, to be able to tell what is a good idea and what is a bad idea. Gracious words promote instruction. It is easier to learn from someone, to pass along wisdom when you are gracious, when you accept the value of people despite their imperfections. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end leads to death. Let's not be on that way. 
The appetite of laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. Uh, This is just a practical thing here that we get up and go to work because eating gets to be habitual. It's something you want to do on a regular basis, and it can provide motivation. A scoundrel plots evil, and on their lips it is like a scorching fire. Scorching fire sounds like something that is going to do some damage. And if when we're plotting evil, we can, with our lips, with what we say, we can do a whole lot of damage. A perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. How terrible to separate close friends, but that's what gossip can do. That's what happens when we talk about people behind their back. And you know it always gets back to them eventually. We shouldn't be those people who stir up conflict. Why do we gossip? We gossip because it makes us feel better. It makes us feel more important. And it eventually tears people down. It is intended to tear people down. That's the best gossip, isn't it? But gossip separates close friends. Gossip does damage. A violent person entices their neighbor and leads them down a path that is not good. Let's avoid those people. Whoever winks with their eye is plotting perversity. Whoever purses their lips is bent on evil. Uh, That's an interesting phrase. Whoever purses their lips is bent on evil. Whoever winks... I don't know whether we're specifically winking here at a member of the opposite sex and we're trying to get something started in a way that is subtle and discreet, or whether we're winking as in, I don't really mean that. But the idea here is neither one is something that God would encourage. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attained in the way of righteousness. Well, it's certainly attained by growing old. You can certainly grow old easier if you avoid some of those ways that will lead to destruction. I'm more and more being crowned with splendor. Better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than one who takes a city. Wisdom and self-control are very tied together because to know yourself and to know the situation and to have perspective is an easier way to be patient. It's an easier way to do the right thing in a situation because you're not impetuous. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. We talk about lots here. We're talking about throwing dice to determine what God wants. Not necessarily the best way to determine what God wants, but it was something that they did. The Urum and the Thunum were thrown. When you didn't have any other way of knowing what God wanted, you'd cast these lots to determine what to do. But what it's really saying is every decision is from the Lord. And if you've got a difficult decision that you're wrestling with, I would suggest not so much the casting of lots, but would definitely suggest going to the Lord with that decision and asking for some guidance. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have decisions to make, I pray that you will cast them on the Lord this week. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Now more than halfway through Proverbs, I think we may finish it. And thanks so much for listening.
Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.